Hi, everybody. Welcome to Crossroads Online. My name is Tom, and I'm the lead pastor here. And I am joined today by my two good friends, Dr. Mike Gillern and Scott Simon. And we're going we're gonna to dive right into this, and I'm just going to ask these guys to, to introduce themselves so you get to know a little bit about them. Scott, why don't we start with you? Okay. Um, currently, I am a uh, marriage and family therapist at uh, Redeem Wellness Center in Bridgeport. Uh, this is my second career. I've been there... Um, my first career was 33 years on Wall Street as a trader, and um, I just found my passion and was able to find I could live my passion, and, and I got, went back to school, got my master's. In fact, my, one of my professors is sitting right over here. Yes. And, um, Straight at, A student. Yeah. At, <laughs> at NIAC, um, at the Lyons School of Graduate Counseling. Um, so I'm really, really just so glad to be doing my second career. It's been a real answer to prayer and uh, answer to a calling. It's, it's been um, my pleasure. I've known uh, Dr. Mike for a long time. I'm just getting to know Scott, and it's been a real pleasure getting to, getting to hear his heart for, for what he's doing and the, and the passion that lies behind it. Dr. Mike? Well, my wife and I lived in Trumbull now going over 30 years. I was a therapist down at the Southern Connecticut Christian Counseling Center, and uh, I've been preaching and teaching uh, for, for quite a while, and I'm grateful just to be part of uh, today's service. So, as you guys know, as you guys know, we're talking about our families of origin, and last time we gave out that homework assignment of yeah. filling out that genogram. So, I just, before kind of we take a step back, if folks haven't done the genogram yet, what, what would you say to maybe encourage them that it's worth their effort, it could be worth what might be, could be a difficult, uh, uncomfortable process? Hmm. Well, for me, um, having done it in school recently, it was a very, very powerful and often difficult, as you said, mm. Pastor Tom, experience. But I found it to be hugely worthwhile. Um, not only did it provide discovery, discovery into a lot of parts of my family tree that I didn't know anything about, discovery about myself, it brought about some very difficult uh, feelings of shame and guilt. However, the healing that resulted from going through the uh, exercise of doing a genogram and following up on, um, uh, on the many uh, aspects of the genogram, I just found was just was uh, very powerful. And uh, again, healing. Um, and so it was really, really a good experience. Great, thanks. I think that uh, one of the things, if you haven't done this uh, assignment yet, I would, I would really bathe it in prayer. Because if we're going to go into this uh, assignment uh, to get as much out of it as you can, I think it's good to, to base it in prayer and, and ask God to give you the strength to, to guide you through it. Uh, and I think that's really part of what... Uh, because everything that's in that genogram, obviously God already knows. And hmm. I think the key is to become a little bit more self-aware and to move forward uh, rather than continue to have that background maybe kind of keep you locked into where you're at. Yeah, that's, um, Mike brings up a great point, right? So the uh, chapter one of the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality that we worked through was, um, Scazzaro's big point was that you cannot be spiritually mature if you're not emotionally mature. And there's a big part in this and that. The next chapter was um, to get to know ourselves that we might know God, right? When we went through those quotes from people mm -hmm. like, Augustine or Augustine, however you choose to pronounce the name, and Calvin that, mm -hmm. that, um, that promote the ideas of self-awareness 
and that also the awareness of God and how those two things go together. So hugely, hugely important, although difficult, important, and, and definitely, definitely worth it. Um, so let's kind of, well, any, how about this, any pointers while they're, while they're doing it, like actually filling out the, the, um, the chart, if you will, for lack of a better term. Any thoughts on that? I think it's probably good to start with maybe one or two issues rather than to try to cover all of the issues uh, kind of overwhelming and kind of pick one or two uh, maybe more, more significant. Even if you did a genogram in terms of what your spiritual background was or, or how do you dealt with grief or how you dealt with intimacy, those were, were very helpful. And they, you, know, you take it one at a time. So it's not you're going to do the genogram one and done. I think it's going to be a process over a, a period of time, but you want to lay the basic foundation out, and I think that would be a good way to start. So just to paraphrase, make sure that I'm, I'm hearing you correctly, mm -hmm. fill, out the, fill out the chart, grandma, grandpa, mm -hmm. that kind of thing, and then you say, okay, I want to I take a look at this for you know, what I see as intimacy issues. Mm -hmm. is that, is, that's what yes. you're suggesting? Okay, and then maybe go back and yeah. work through that, yeah. talk to somebody about it, yeah. and then go back and do it again for, a, like you said, your spiritual, yes, your spiritual absolutely. background. Okay. You know, Pastor, one of the things I find is that with genogram work, we know an awful lot about one side of our family and sometimes very little about the other. So that can be a little bit of a challenge. So I think that's an important, just to be aware of that that could be, and you may have to ask some questions of maybe siblings or other family members to help. And I think that could be, maybe you could even encourage them to participate with you. I think that could be a very valuable tool. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, and, and my experience in doing it recently, as I said, at, at uh, school, um, I found I was reaching out to cousins I hadn't talked to in a long while to find out information, and some of the things that I found out were really um, very interesting that I never knew, mm -hmm. and, um, and I also got to know them better as, yeah. as to who they were. As to tips, I would take next to each person you have on the genogram and just list maybe two or three qualities about them, uh, um, descriptive words around them, so as to describe them, and, and, and it would help you to um, understand different relationships when you write down different characteristics of each person in the genogram. Great. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, I, when I m most recently did mine, I reached out to one of my aunts, and she was, like, digging out, <laughs> you know, her old paperwork and mm -hmm. sent me a copy of an old family tree that went back to, you know, the turn of the 19th century <laughs> or 20th century. I forget how that works. Um, so... Let's kind of jump to the side. There are some folks who have already completed their, their genogram. Mm -hmm. what, um, what are a couple of, of next steps that now that they've got the stuff down on paper, they maybe identified some things, what, are they, what, do, what do we do with that now? Well, I think, as, uh, as Mike said, prayer. Once you've done it, pray so on it. So it starts with prayer, it starts ends with prayer? And, and in the middle, pray as well. All the way, But yeah. pray, Lord God, what is it that you want me to glean from this? What lessons, what, um, what thoughts, what um, patterns do you want me to see and understand so that uh, I can grow into being the person that you created us to be? Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of unlocking of things that you may not, we, not, we may not be aware of in ourselves that are very, um, very helpful that way. If there's one thing that uh, is going to be a concern after you're finished is the word forgiveness. 
because what's going to happen is that a, some emotion from the past is going to start coming to the surface, either forgiving of self or forgiving of someone else. And I think that a trap sometimes is we, we tend to look at the genogram and say to someone that they, they did the best they could. And sometimes that expression, then we go around the emotion, and so therefore we don't have to process the, the hurt and the pain. But I think forgiveness, in order to be valid, you have to link it to a wound. And genograms sometimes can expose a wound, and I think it's important to be able to, to remember that forgiveness is, a, is kind of an offshoot of the, the assignment itself. And I think that not only could bring us closer to others, but also uh, closer to God himself. Also remember, and you'll be reminded as you go through this, you're not alone. And I think that's one of the beauty of doing it in community. You may find a friend that you, uh, mm -hmm. you confide in, a pastor, maybe even counseling comes out of it. Um, it could be um, any, any number of things. And as Mike said, and it's really important, forgiveness I'd found to be mm -hmm. a really huge um, um, concept that came out of it. And um, learning how to forgive and what forgiveness means. Because forgiveness is not only about forgiving the other person, it's forgiving yourself. Mm -hmm. And it, it produces freedom. And um, just, you know, oftentimes in life, we, uh, we don't know our own strengths because we stop at our weaknesses. And the genogram can help point that out for us to build upon and look at our weaknesses and say, can you, how can do you say that again? That's fantastic. Okay. That phrase, you remember what you said? Sure. No, 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 I remember what I said. <laughs> it's one of my favorite phrases and I, I heard it in a sermon. It's not, um, I'm not coining it or anything like that, but, um, many times we, um, we don't know our, our own strengths because we stop at our weaknesses. And, um, when we look at a genogram, we will see a lot of that. And some of it will hurt, and some of it will require forgiveness, as yeah. Mike said. But if we overcome our weaknesses, we can step mm -hmm. into our strengths that God intended for us to utilize and step into when he fearfully and wonderfully made us in our mother's womb. Amen. Um, you, you mentioned the benefit of doing this in community. Any other thoughts about doing this kind of alone in your in your closet versus doing this with the a community around you? I'm obviously kind of leading the witness a little bit here, but. Well, we tend to isolate when we have problems because of shame or guilt. So I would definitely say, uh, do not isolate. And it's good to do it in community, um, share, because you realize we're not alone. Every, we're all broken. We're broken, yeah. you know, Adam and Eve. And in sharing that, there's a comfort knowing that we can help one another, we can sit in each other's pain with one another, um, and also they sit with us. And, and the feeling of not being alone is uh, very comforting. And God never meant us to be alone. Mm. Yeah. And I think the history of Crossroads has been community, right? It tends to be a, a little bit smaller community than some of the larger churches, but I think the value is that there's a certain model of trust that's built up uh, over the period of time. And so sitting around those uh, discussion tables with people that, you, you know, you've, you've gone through different things with and you know each other pretty well, I think that helps to be a little bit more vulnerable. And I, I think that's one of the values uh, of that. Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, well, let's just close with this. Any, any questions that I haven't asked that I shouldn't have asked you guys, or I should have asked you guys? Anything, <laughs> any, anything, you, yeah, anything you want to add? 
that would round kind of round out this conversation mm. about the the genogram. Is it genogram or genogram? I keep saying genogram. You guys keep saying genogram. I'm yeah. gonna go with you guys. I heard it genogram, but Caribbean. I think that uh, for most people doing this, it, it could be an exercise that provides self-awareness and uh, some growth. But there's some that perhaps might hit a little icy patch, and they may need some help, whether that be with the pastor or, or perhaps with Scott at Redeem Wellness to kind of follow up on some things. But I think that's an important thing to be, you know, to, not to be ashamed that, you know, there's just some things that you need a little bit further discussion with. So I think that Fortunately, we live in an area that uh, resources are available, and I think that would be something just to be aware of. So follow, follow through. Yeah, if you, if you yeah. need a little bit more uh, attention, yeah. Just as the Bible is about stories of families, and obviously a lot of dysfunction. None of them are real pretty. Are <laughs> a lot of dysfunction <laughs> in the families. Um, so is our story. So it is a process. So yeah. it's not, as, as you said, Tom, one and done. But it is, a, it is a process and it unfolds. So I would encourage you to not only, as you complete it, but add to it as, as time goes on and revisit it and, um, and things that are, that are difficult. Um, seek the help that you might, um, you might need, whether it be, again, family member, pastor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, guys, I just wanted to reiterate something Leanne said two weeks ago. But this is, we're not looking to beat up our family. We're not looking to go on a, on a witch hunt or anything. This is, um, this is about, like Mike said, healing those wounds so that we can become, as Scott said, the people that God created us to be. Mm. So mm. That's, the, that's the goal. Um, would you guys, can we pray for sure. everybody doing sure. this? So if you guys sure. want to pray as you feel led, and then I'll, I'll close this up. Okay. okay. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to take a closer look at our family history and our backgrounds, Lord. And not only, Lord, uh, things that perhaps uh, didn't go as well, but let's celebrate also, Father, what worked Mm -hmm. and what helps us to be the people that you have brought us to be. Thank you, Lord, for for your faithfulness and for your Holy Spirit that provides the strength and the grace to take each day as it comes. Yes, Lord, and I just uh, thank you for, thank you in advance for the courage for the vulnerability of each and every person participating in this, Lord. I ask that you, uh, you cover them with your, your comfort and your grace and uh, just be with them as they, as they fill this out, Lord. And uh, I just thank you for your presence in our lives, Lord. And I just thank you that, uh, that you do have a purpose for each and every one of us, and it's to prosper us, not to harm us. And I pray that this, uh, this experience brings growth um, revelation and perspective to each and every individual that participates in this. And Lord, I know that, uh, that you are in this, and I thank you. Lord, we, uh, we thank you for the gift of family. We thank you that you created the idea of family, that it's your design. Um, we thank you for the families in which you've placed us. Um, even though there's hard stuff that comes out of that, we, we trust you knowing that you, um, you can do amazing things even with the hardest the hardest stuff. God, I thank you for these, for these men. I thank you for their hearts, for their dedication to, um, to you and, and to your people. And God, now for everybody who is working on their genogram, is, has done it already, we just ask your hand of blessing and just for eyes wide open to see where you are leading, guiding, and directing. Lord Jesus, we love you and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Amen.